0: Tuesday, May 9th,
1: 2023. Hi. I realized we just took a whole week off. Um, Must have been needed, but was not planned. Um, I think I underestimated how. I don't think I underestimated. I just don't ever know how anything's going to go with the kids being sick or not. Naya, Sayla's sick. Naya's birthday's tomorrow. We're setting up her birthday balloons and decorations and gifts um her party's this saturday which is my next big event but i've been going to series fest here in denver pretty much every day since um friday so and it's now tuesday um i took some time off but for the most part i've been trying to maximize my time there um it's good and i've never done a festival where i live like it's usually in another place and you're at a hotel and it's like a separate world so dipping in and out of like taking them to horseback riding lessons and the toy store and then going back to hobnob is just a little odd um just energetically and this vessel is particularly strange it's mercury retrograde and um everyone really my pitch went really really well i don't know why i'm bearing the lead i did great and uh I'll announce more about it. Um, I find out if I win tomorrow at 3.30 Mountain Time. If anyone wants to light a candle, I could use your juju. But yeah, it was three panelists, and they asked me a lot of good questions after, and I said all my things that I memorized over and over for five minutes, and um, it seemed really like positive, intrigued, interested feedback, and the audience seemed to be very enthralled and... It's a good idea. It's a good show. And it as Saxon pointed out tonight, like you said you want to help women and children, so that's what this show does this, this show is one way to do that. And I thought, yes. And it would be great if it could also help my children and this woman right here. Um but yeah, it's just weird it's an odd experience and a beautiful one, but but exhausting on a soul level to be essentially a death doula at a festival where people are talking a lot of to me sharing a lot of deeply personal grief right and love and loss and emotion um and so I feel like I'm getting a good glimpse into what that would be like to really do this work um I just also happen to be doing it like at a festival party <laughs> um and so I'm kind of locking in with certain people and i've met a lot of people i'd love to work with and a lot of people who really believe in the project and and we vibe and i think finding good people is the number one goal with this um and of course i really want to win and i'm shocked at how competitive i feel about winning (laughs) um like i i definitely definitely could use the money and and it just would be a really good um it would just feel really really good I worked really hard on this, and I b- really believe in it. Um, everything I've done in the past, I've had something in me that is screaming no, <laughs> even if it's a 5% part of me. Um, but I haven't been all in on anything except this. And at the same time, the I feel like the ground is being pulled underneath me because of the writer's strike. So this dream I have... It sounds like it's pretty hard if I, like, achieve my dream. It doesn't sound like, I guess nothing gets easier as you get, like, farther along. You just get, you get better. But, um, yeah, it's just sort of eye-opening seeing how the sausage is made and a very specific taste of people feeling already neurotic but now just sort of distraught around how to even make a living doing this or how to feel empowered uh, or to take risks and be creative while you're constantly on high alert around the strike and money and rights and feeling, you know, people not feeling valued, right? So it's just uh, the system is broken and I'm finding myself wanting to fix it but also being like wanting to share my work and being told by our lawyer that we can't... Um, can't share the materials with anyone until the strike is over. So I think I'm looking at this summer going, okay, yeah, I can develop this series, but I also have to make a living. And just wondering what that is gonna be, um, in the healing industry or art industry or both somehow. And I'm sure I'll figure it out. But right now it feels um pretty daunting to be honest. And I think I'm just really tired from Saylor's night of coughing. I got home and she was coughing and we just were up. And then she was up again four hours later with him. So I know we're both pretty tired and I'm having a lot of vivid, really like scary nightmares and like flashes of like not remembering if it's, if I should go on red or green when I'm driving the kids around. Just like kind of fragmented because of the grief around my mom, because she her chemo was canceled again today for low platelets so the good news is they're coming earlier they're coming Friday instead of Saturday so they can help with the party (laughs) and be with us longer the negative of course is that we are very nervous about her missing so much treatment time so yeah just not getting used to not being able to get used to anything Um, but working on it Anyway, there's a lot of beautiful artists in the world. There's a lot of stories that are great and a lot of people who are really talented. And I look forward to working with a lot of them. And I hope that I win and I hope I'm able to create momentum around this project while my mom is with us. And um, in the spirit of healing and helping and being of service. Um, so yeah, I go to the festival tomorrow, Naya'll go to school, we're doing her presents and all her little cute stuff tonight, and then, uh, hopefully they sleep through the night, and then we'll have pancakes in the morning, and I might try to actually work out for the first time in 10 days tomorrow, we'll see. Um, hopefully I'll feel less, um, tight tomorrow and more, more loose, (laughs) Um, but yeah, whatever happens, it's been a good experience and I'm, I'm grateful. And, um, I love Saxon. Just have a, it's just sticky energy, you know? Anyway. Strange times, good times. I love you.
0: All right. And so we took like a week off, um, just because Brittany was doing her pitch, uh, for the pitch-a-thon, uh, series Fest thing, and I'm sure she'll talk about it. She did really well, and she's really into trying to win this thing that she didn't even know was a competition until the last moment. Um, but I, th- I hope she wins because I think she got the best show. Um, but since last week... Well, first off, let's just start with today. Today, I just woke up just so angry because I didn't sleep because Sailor sounded like she had, like, like breathing problems, sleeping. Like, uh, it was it was like something was in her throat, and she was just coughing, like coughing, coughing constantly. She, like, couldn't get it out, and she was up <laughs> at, like, 4 o'clock and, like, really didn't go back to sleep. And it's just messed up, like, it might have even been four. I don't know what time it was. It seems like four because of the last time I woke up, it was four. But before that, I have no idea. And so it was just a lot uh, from her um, last night. She seems a little bit better. She didn't even go to school. (coughs) I'm okay. She didn't even go to school today. Um, She didn't, yeah, she, she just had a rough night. But I finished this fake grass, which is a thing. Um, took a long time. There's still, like, a little patch that I feel like I'm just going to make a part of the garden. But it's, like, fake grass, and it took, like, a week and a half. It cost a lot, but it cost less than they quoted me, so I'll take it. Um... But then, like, while I was finishing up the fake grass last week, this there was this woman, um, like, and this dude, like, a block away, they were screaming at each other, and the dude goes away, and the woman walks up, like, while I'm doing the grass, and she's like, oh, this, my fiancé's crazy, he just hit me like, he hit you? What? Like, yeah, I'm waiting for my godfather to come get me because I need to go to 7-Eleven. And, like, I know how she's asking me, like, how she's telling the story that she's asking me to take her to 7-Eleven. And so I finally said, I was like, do you want me to take you to 7-Eleven? And she, it was such a weird, like, thing where, like, I drove her to 7-Eleven and she's like, yeah, my fiancé was all cracked out and he came in and he hit me and I just need to get away from him and I was like oh okay well here you go here's the Seven Eleven. I don't know how that's gonna like, like is there not a place you can go the 7-Eleven's pretty public and she was like, <coughs> so that happened I drove back home and told Brittany like I'm alive nothing happened she didn't stab me while I was driving um, but then the next day, I saw her walking down the street with the, the same dude. And I was like, man, like, there's there's no moral to the story, but it's just like, golly, man, like, people's lives are pretty wild out there, like, pretty wild. Like, when we pulled into the 7-Eleven parking lot, she was looking around like, oh, yeah, and I got to be careful out here, too. Like you gotta be careful of the seven eleven, like I mean, yeah, just people's lives are just so different. <laughs> There's no moral except like that's what I thought. Like I go to that seven eleven all the time and I just get out and walk in and like I've never pulled into the, pretty much any seven eleven parking lot and thought, Man, you gotta watch out Yeah, no, that's not true. I definitely uh <laughs> just just yeah, no, that's not true. Um So, yeah, and then um, I'm. There's a lot. There's a lot to happen. I can't do this all right now, but I'm pretty. I did. I was in the school with these kids again last or yesterday. And uh, it's just too much to even talk about on here, but it's just good to work with children and just see their. um, uh, Just how their brain works. Like. There was. I brought my, like, microphone and my mic stand and, like, everything that they needed, my, my interface, so that we could record, eat, like, the ch- <laughs> children that wanted, they wrote a rap, and they were going to record it. And part of the thing I'm doing with these kids is, like, trying to get them to see their future, but also not only see it, figure out the steps that you have to take to get to where you're saying you want to go. So there's kids that want to be an NBA player, you know, the the, the normal things that kids want to be at this age, soccer player, rapper, these things, right? And... Gosh I'm going to talk for so long I'm going to cap this at 30 seconds And one of the things I'm trying to explore Is figuring out how to like Talk to kids in a way where The, the odds of being an NBA player Are pretty, pretty low The odds that there's going to be Five NBA players in this class right now Is damn near impossible So how do you get kids To like think about things differently Like yeah like you love basketball Okay there's a lot of things you can do In basketball You don't have to be um, an NBA player, but I guess dream big, right? You just dream big. But one of the things was, like, okay, I want to be a rapper. All right, kid, here is a microphone and uh, uh, recording equipment. Here's everything you need. You wrote a rap. Now let's say it into the mic. And then there's, like, oh, like... A nervousness. That's like, oh no, no, I, I don't, I don't want to do that. And it's like, I'm never gonna be like, no, you get up here in front of everyone and do it. But it's also like, all right, you want to do it, but just remember, like, if you said you want to be a rapper, this is the thing that you have to do: is rap into a microphone while people are around sometimes. And yeah, and you know, they go sit down and they come back up and they try it and. I just think that's a good lesson for, for, for these kids to learn. Like, you can have a dream about something, but what are the specifics of it? Like, what is it? What does it actually entail? And then do you still want to do it? Because I feel like that's something that's even happening with Brittany right now with the writer's strike going on and...
1: Alright, this is too long. I love you, bye.